Hey everyone, welcome to the Introverted with Michelle Carey podcast. I am Michelle, of course, I am your host. Please consider subscribing and today is our love and laugh day, just like any other day. Season 3, Episode 8, Lack of Diversity in Bowling? Yes, we're going to talk about lack of diversity in bowling. And I know you're thinking, is she really going to talk about bowling? Well, yes. Yes, I am. And let me tell you why. I read this article that um, was brought to my attention on Instagram by Jasmine Mason. Her nickname is Gigi. And this article um, was about Kim Terrell Kearney, who is a Hall of Fame bowler, and Jasmine Mason, who is currently on the PWBA tour. Now, if you don't know what PWBA stands for, it's the Professional Women's Bowling Association. And the tour recently got started back up, I believe it was in 2014 or maybe 15. Um, But there was a tour previously back in the 90s. And then it kind of went defunct and then it got started again. And now there is a huge, huge, huge uh, interest in women's bowling. Matter of fact, women, girls can get scholarships to go to college off of Title IX, um, just like any other in NCAA sports. And they get scholarship money and all that good stuff to go bowl for schools. It is huge. Okay. So, um, but this article, it talked about how they are really trying to make a push to get women of color, black women, just women of color to bowl. Now, I grew up in a bowling family. No, let me go back. Just let me say, the article is written by Brian Gordon in The Undefeated. I will link the article in the show notes for you to go read. I would suggest just going to just take a read through. It's very enlightening. But anyway, when I read this article, I cried. It really hit home. I mean, I really felt some kind of way about this because I grew up in a bowling family. My father was an avid bowler. May he rest in peace. My mom at one point in time was a bowler because my dad got her into it. My stepmom was a bowler. My cousins all bowl. You know, bowling is really big in California. So um, he lived in California. He grew up in California. He's from Texas, but he uh, grew up in California. And bowling is a huge sport in California. So all my cousins bowl at some point in time in their lives. It's just a bowling thing, right? And so I grew up in bowling alleys. I didn't know what it was not to have bowling in my life. And I would say in the early 2000s, I wanted to join a league. Now, I was an okay bowler. You know, I'm not, I wasn't the bowler that I am today, right? I was an okay bowler. And I wanted to join a league and my youngest daughter's father, we went down to the bowling alley. I never forget it. And he was like, we came all the way down here. Are you joining or not? Because I went to the meeting and I was a little nervous about joining. Right. He was like, you know, are you joining or not? And I'm like, "Okay, fine. Then I joined the league. That's all she wrote. And I've been in leagues ever since. Right. And I've been in tournaments and all kinds of stuff. 
But, you know, like I said, I was nervous, I was scared, and I was unsure of myself because I was an okay bowler, right? I wasn't feeling my best. I didn't know if I was going to be able to compete with these other people who had been bowling for quite a while. In addition to that, the league was mostly white. And you knew I was there because you could count how many black people were in the league. You you know, it was like uh, specks of black people. I think you can count us all on one hand. So to make a long story short, I got better and better and better over time. And eventually I wanted to be a pro bowler. But I didn't have a clue as to how to make that happen. And on top of that, I was scared. I didn't want to be laughed at or put down about my dream. I didn't believe in my abilities. I didn't think I was good enough to compete. I didn't know where to get the resources as an adult bowler to get coached to enhance my game. The only black female bowler that I knew of was Kim Terrell Kearney. And I looked up to her. She was all I had, you know. Um, She was like a bowling queen to me. And like I said, I just felt alone on this quest, this wanting to be a pro. So I gave it up. I gave up that dream and was like, no, this is not going to happen, blah, blah, blah. So side note real quick. Around this time, I also got interested in screenwriting. Uh, Bowling and writing are my passions, right? So hold that thought because and remember this because I'm going to come back to this bowling and writing. So now I've settled on just kind of like being a a, a league bowler these days and bowling some tournaments here and there. have a few minor injuries. I'm dealing with like some pain in my knuckle on my ring finger on my right hand, which is my bowling hand, and some plantar fasciitis issues in my right heel when I stand too long in my bowling shoes, right? But I've I'm taking care of these things. Um, so I took off this, this next coming winter season, this fall, um, to allow my hand to heal and to make some adjustments to my equipment because I'm thinking that's why my knuckle, the pain in my knuckle. Um, so I'll be back next season. Um, and I should be as good, if, if not better, by then. I think my game will change tremendously. But I didn't get my daughter into bowling until she was 12. I wish now that I did much earlier, but I didn't know about the youth league and programs. I guess with everything, you know, things just come to you when you should have it, I suppose, right? So, like, she didn't really get into it till 12. She was in one particular league, then I moved her into another, but... She is taken to the sport with such passion that only a bowler, a real true diehard bowler could, right? And she's taking it steps further than me. Um, she's the right resources. She's being recruited right now to bowling college for uh, 2020. Next year, she graduates in June. And she does want to go on tour. She wants to be a professional. And these things are possible for her. And I'm here to support her all the way. 
And I'm kind of, I guess I'm living my dream through her. And I'm okay with that, you know. Um, If she wanted to stop bowling, I'd be good with that too. You know, I'm okay. But, you know, I'm I'm a spectator of the sport. So I love watching it as well. And I enjoy watching her bowl and compete. But unlike me, she has a slew of women, young and old, that have the same passion and grit for the game as she does. And so she has so many more role models that I've, than I have ever had. So she isn't alone. Evolution. And now we're here where we really, I mean, it's a push now to get more females into bowling, more diversity and inclusion, more black women into bowling. And I think it's an important leap that we really need to make in this sport. Now, let me go back to bowling and writing. So back in 2006, I started writing my first screenplay. I was always like a little short story writer, that kind of thing. And the screenplay was called In the Zone. And it was about a female bowler. And she's black, of course. And she has to tackle and balance bowling and love. Like, does that even mix bowling and love? Hell yeah! So I worked on this screenplay for years. I mean, years until I didn't. And I kind of like moved on from it. I had finished the screenplay, but I just like shelved it, just put it to the side. And then I started working on other screenplay projects, screenplay projects. And then I finally decided to become an author. So I've written about eight books, four under my name and four under pen name. But I think it's crazy interesting that in 2019, I came back to my In the Zone screenplay and I decided to novelize it. And so I changed the name of it from In the Zone to Jinxed. And I'm nearly finished. I think I have about three more chapters to complete. So I'm at the end uh, for my first draft to be done. So I should have that done probably by the end of the month. I have never seen or read a book, really fiction, about a female black bowler. And I just feel as though that it's very unique. It's a unique character. It's a unique premise. And I can't wait to share it with the bowling community, the bowling ladies. See if they relate to this um, drama. (laughs) But it should be published by late December, early January 2020. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. So these are the kinds of things introverts, INTJs like me, think about and do in my solitude. You have reached the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. If you love this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share. This podcast has been brought to you by Sunray Multimedia LLC, touching all parts of the universe. Join me next time for another episode of Introverted with Michelle Carey.